Number 102, Truth. I was looking at a lot of different quotes about truth. Truth in spiritual terms, in terms of the Veda, is that which never changes. Like, it, it might be true that I'm hungry at this moment, but lunch will change that. And though it's true, my voice is a little funky at the moment. A little time will change that. But truth, that which never changes, can be spoken about much more readily by saying what it isn't than what it is. So I'm going to read a rather lengthy quote from one of my favorite book friends, Hafiz, or Hafez, because he says what truth is in a way that uh, resonates for me. Now is the time to know that all that you do is sacred. Now, why not consider a lasting truth with yourself and God? Now is the time to understand that all your ideas of right and wrong were just a child's training wheels to be laid aside when you can finally live with veracity and love. Now is the time for the world to know that every thought and action is sacred, that this is the time for you to compute the impossibility that there is anything but grace. Now is the season to know that everything you do is sacred. I have learned so much from God that I can no longer call myself a Christian a Hindu, a Muslim, a Buddhist, a Jew. The truth has shared so much of itself with me that I can no longer call myself a man, a woman, an angel, or even pure soul. Love has befriended Hafiz so completely it has turned to ash and freed me of every concept and image my mind has ever known. Truth with a capital T, that which never changes. That which was true 10,000 years ago is true today, was true at the time of Hafiz, will be true 10,000 years from now. Science in the 19th century was purely materialistic. The study of the truth of things was confined to what could be touched, weighed, seen, and observed with the advent of quantum physics, it was discovered that the act of observation itself affects what is being viewed on the quantum level. So truth now was seen to be made up of what can be seen and that which is doing the seeing. And to understand reality, quote-unquote, we must understand the observer and the observed. British astrophysicist Sir Arthur Eddington, one of the first scientists to appreciate and embrace Einstein's theory of relativity, was asked this question in a BBC interview. What is the truth about ourselves? His response, we may be inclined to various answers. We are a bit of a star gone wrong. Stardust is the stuff of which our planet was made, pulled from our sun by the near approach of some other star millions of years ago, 
and from this same stuff we arose. Eddington then gave his second answer as the question would have been understood via the materialistic science of the 19th century. We are complicated physical machinery, puppets that strut and talk and laugh and die as the hand of time turns the handle beneath. And then finally, Eddington said, but let us remember that there is one elementary, inescapable answer. We are that which asks the question. This is the science of the Veda of the Upanishads of Vedanta. The study of that which asks the question. This is why we study any of these ancient truths to discover the truth of our being, to get to know the truth of our being, and uh, through our spiritual work to begin to know ourselves as the truth of our being. We've spent years, even decades, seeing ourselves in terms of those things that change, job, bank account, love life, home, possessions, physical shape, intelligence, education, and on and on. We don't need practice with this. What we need practice with is looking within. The process of asking, who is the questioner? And can I find them now in this moment? Can I find self, capital S, in this moment? Can I know myself as that which asks the question? And the more we ask this question of who is the questioner, the less we're at the mercy of the world. The relative world is all movement and change. Our thoughts and feelings, too, are ever-changing. There is no safety, no consistency, no stability to knowing ourselves in, in those ways. To define ourselves by any of that is chaos at best, insanity at worst. It's, it's to build our reality on an ever-shifting, unstable foundation, which is really no foundation at all. Instead, we might ask, what am I that never changes? What am I that is truth? What am I that asks the question? Today I will read something, even a paragraph, that speaks to me of truth. I will ask myself, what is truth for me? Capital T. I will ask someone I know, what is truth for you? And I will ask of something greater than myself, of nature, God, wisdom of the ages, to point me in a direction that I couldn't think of on my own for the answer. And I will step into each moment of this day with the expectation of finding that answer. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.
Thanks for listening to Embracing Bliss. I started this podcast and the book it's based on to offer a daily reminder to myself as well as to you that we have the freedom to choose happiness. And if ever we needed happiness and freedom to choose in this world, now would be that time. So please do share it with someone you love, send it to a friend, and also please stay in touch. Links for Instagram, uh, the book Embracing Bliss, and to sign up for my newsletter can all be found in the show notes. Until next time, have a great day.